Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go! Hi friends, it's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified integrative nutrition health coach, yoga instructor, dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. Let's go! I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're listening from your car, on a walk, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. Thank you so much. Hey friends, welcome back to Brand Moves the Podcast. It's your host, Brynn here. I ate sausage for breakfast today and I need to make that announcement because I have not eaten sausage in like 12 years. And let me tell you, these pregnancy cravings are so interesting and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about intuitive eating and then in the second half of the show, I'm going to touch on nutrition for all my pregnant mamas or even women who are hoping to conceive. Um, whoa, really practicing intuitive eating real strong right now. And if you have never heard of intuitive eating and you're like, what are you talking about? Stay tuned in for the show and you'll understand uh, by the end how to really choose food for your body. Um, so this morning I woke up with an intense craving for breakfast sausage haven't eaten sausage in, like I said, so many years. I stopped eating pork when I was in high school. I'm now 31 years old. So, you know, do the math. Um, At the beginning of my pregnancy, I had a bacon craving, which was very interesting. (laughs) And I did give into it twice. I ate like a couple pieces of bacon. um, And then that craving completely went away. And this morning I'm almost in my third trimester, and I woke up with intense sausage craving. I wanted eggs. I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted eggs. I wanted like your typical breakfast hash browns, and I wanted like juicy breakfast sausage. Like I wanted meat, and that is such an interesting craving for me, Um, not what I typically crave. I blame my partner because I'm carrying a baby that has his genes and all of his kids love meat (laughs) and he loves to eat meat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the baby. Like this is her. This is what she wants today. So very interesting um, listening to the cravings and the desires of both myself and the tiny human that's growing inside of me that has a gene code that's mixed between mine and my partner's. And, you know, I don't know the exact science behind that, but I feel sometimes like my body's telling me, Hey, I need something. And then other times I feel like it's the baby and she's like, I want this. Um, this is the food I like. And so, um, I'm really tuning in and listening to that. I immediately texted my midwife and my doula and I asked them, do I eat this? Because I don't even know what will happen. Like, what if I get sick? What if I get constipated? Um, And they really, really encourage me to listen to my body, to trust my body, to trust the signals I'm receiving uh, from my body in all areas, not just food. And so um, 
I love that support from those women and my birth team um, to really like just trust myself and listen to myself and do what I feel like I need. And so, you know, they said, you know, go for it, eat the, you know, within, within reason, be mindful of the sodium. And they're like, but if that's what you want this morning, listen to the baby, listen to your body. Like she knows what she wants. So I went for it. It was such a good breakfast. Um, so strange. I was like, let's just, let's just move past this. I did my greens and probiotic and like gut shot after thinking I might really need this today. (laughs) And, uh, that's that. So I want to talk about intuitive eating for those of you who have never heard of intuitive eating before, because I think it's a really, really important concept for us to understand in order to fuel our bodies and feed ourselves properly. So intuitive eating is when we really learn to listen to our body and allow ourselves to be informed from the inside out of what food and drink choices we want to make. Just like we use our intuition to choose a partner, to choose um, what type of workout we want to do that day, to choose the clothes we're wearing, um, to choose big things in our life like our career path, right? We, we also want to make choices each day about the foods that we're eating. Every moment um, that we're choosing food, we're either adding nutrition to our body or we're hurting our body, right? I always say food can be, um, medicine or it can be poison and we get to decide and real foods are all medicine for our body. Food and nutrition, um, nourishes us and gives us our essential vitamins and minerals and nutrients. Um, Obviously, I take some supplements, which you guys have heard me talk about and you see me post about on social media. Um, I recommend supplements to many of my one-on-one clients to help fill the gaps in their daily diet. And I believe in using supplements intuitively as well, depending on what you need in that phase of your nutrition or of your life. And supplements are not meant to replace real nutrition. So there's no replacement for actually eating good food and and having, you know, balanced nutrients going into your body through whole foods. Whole foods are just something that was once alive, okay? So plants like fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and all that and then maybe animal products, right? So like eggs, grass-fed beef, wild-caught fish, um or whatever you you know, diet you choose to follow. Um, everyone's bio individual. So there's no one specific diet for everybody. And if someone tries to tell you that run in the other direction from their guidance, because you want to learn. And the goal is for you to be able to guide yourself to really reclaim your power when it comes to fueling your body and to be able to feel confident that you really know how to make the right choices for you. This is so crucial because you'll feel better, you'll look better, you'll perform better, you'll show up with more energy and vibrancy in your entire life if you're choosing foods for yourself versus following what someone else is telling you to do. Now, in my one-on-one coaching, do I give my clients guidance around foods that might serve them or foods they might want to avoid? Of course. And... I love to teach that we want to start listening to the signals and cues our body is giving us. 
Don't just decide on a diet because it's a fad or a way of eating because your friend did it and it worked really well for them. Try on different things for size and see what works for your body. Everyone's bio-individual, there's going to be variations for each person in how we eat. And we really need to learn to trust ourselves. It's going to serve you a lot to uh, feel empowered in choosing food. And it's going to serve you a lot to really trust yourself when it comes to making those nutrition choices for you and, and for your family, if you're feeding kids and stuff too, right? So intuitive eating is interesting because we then need to talk about cravings, okay? Because cravings are going to come up. And we want to know if we're craving a food because it's what we need and our body's missing like some nutrients, some minerals, some certain vitamins. And so we know that that's the food we need to eat. That's what we're attracted to because it's going to fill the gap for us of what we're missing. Um, But then there's also many other reasons why we get cravings. Sometimes we get cravings because we are um, upset about something or feeling intense emotion. And so we'll lean towards comfort foods, foods that make us feel really full, foods we ate when we were kids, um, things that bring back happy memories. Um, if we're really tired, we'll get cravings. So the less sleep you get, the more intense cravings you'll have for foods that don't serve you, like foods that are high in sugar and foods that are high in fat and foods that are processed and, um, you know, things that don't really serve you is what you're going to crave and extra caffeine, energy drinks, all of that stuff when you're tired. And what you probably really need instead of eating sugar is a nap. What you really need instead of that monster is to get more sleep at night and start going to bed earlier, setting an alarm to wake up at, at a decent time in the morning and eat a healthy breakfast and get yourself on a better track where you have a sleep schedule and a nutrition regimen that like actually serves your body so that in the middle of the day, you're not going, let me grab coffee and sugar and snacks and carbs and things full of unhealthy fats, like fried foods and stuff like that. Um, because I have, that's what I feel like eating. Well, yeah, you feel like eating that it's not really serving your body because you didn't get enough sleep. Um, and then our gut health, right? So taking care of our gut and really feeding our gut, all the good bacteria and the good gut buddies, taking a probiotic or eating fermented foods, drinking a lot of water, eliminating stress from our lives, exercising, so moving your body 20 to 30 minutes a day. That could be a walk outside. It could be a hit class. It could be a yoga flow. It could be playing tennis, whatever you like to do. Um, But that is going to help you have a healthier gut and then make better food choices for yourself. So cravings come from all sorts of places. And the ones that come from emotional eating, not getting enough sleep, having poor gut health, we don't really always want to listen to those because they might not actually be what's going to serve our body. We're misinformed. What we do want to listen to is the cravings that come in when we have been eating healthy, we have been sleeping, we've eliminated stress, we're exercising, we're regulating our physical body and taking care of ourselves in lots of ways. We're being responsible. Then when the food cravings come in, we know that we're properly informed and we can actually listen to them with deep trust that it is what we need. So this morning when I had that 
sausage craving, although that one was really off the deep end for me. I was like, okay, you know, like I felt confident once I, you know, leaned on my birth team and I'm like, you're right. Like my body does know because I do take care of my body every day. I drink half my body weight in ounces every day. I do move my body every day physically. Um, I take care of my mental and emotional space every day. So I'm like, this isn't an emotional craving. (laughs) Um, This is like something that my body's asking for. Maybe it's extra protein. Maybe it was sodium. I don't know. Um, But I felt very satisfied and better after I ate it. So Um, That's the idea too, is paying attention after the craving when you eat the thing. Okay, do I feel better? Do I feel good? If you feel sluggish, bloated, constipated, tired, um, you get really high and then crash, (laughs) then you might want to take note of that and be like, oh, I might have needed something else there. When we slow down enough to actually pay attention to what we need and then when and then pay attention to everything that's happening in our body. So everything that's happening in our physical body, every sensation that's coming in is worth paying attention to. That's our feminine side that brings us back to like nurturing ourselves and um, loving on ourselves and moving slow enough (laughs) to actually pay attention to how foods are affecting our body, for example, in this case. So with intuitive eating, when you are properly informed, So you want to get rid of, you know, your food addictions and your stress and your get enough sleep and take care of your gut so that when you are properly informed, you can listen to exactly what your body is telling you that it needs and then really start making food choices based on that. You're going to feel a thousand times better. I've seen this work so well for my clients. One of my clients that I worked with, she was constantly focusing on eating like salads or thought that she had to be on this specific diet in order to meet her body composition goals. And I reminded her that sometimes it's not a salad that we need. Sometimes it's a big juicy steak and a sweet potato. Sometimes it's like a hot bowl of like stew that has like squash and black beans and quinoa and like it's warm, right? Maybe we don't Maybe a salad every day sounds great, like, oh, this is a skinny girl diet, but it's not actually going to serve your body necessarily. And so we worked together to really slow down and start paying attention to what she felt like she needed, what was going to fuel her that day for school, um, for, you know, she was in college, what is going to fuel her um, to show up for work, what's going to fuel her that day to show up for her workout. So to be able to take a class after she was done with school or work. Um, And when she started listening to that, she was able to start making food choices that helped her not only show up for all of that with energy, but also helped her meet her body composition goals. She felt so much better about her body and had a better relationship with her body because she wasn't fighting against herself and going, oh, well, you want this? Well, too bad. We're eating a salad again today. (laughs) Um, So get away from forcing yourself to eat certain things you think you should be eating and instead allow yourself to explore the wide variety of incredible food and nutrition that is out there for you. 
and really listen. In different seasons, you'll want to eat different food. If you pay attention to Ayurveda, you'll be able to, um, you know, know based on your dosha, what maybe what foods you need. If you tend to run really hot, you might be like, you know what, today I need to slow down a little bit. I need to get rid of some of the fire and um, I need to calm down a little bit. And so I might drink a cold smoothie if I'm feeling a little fiery. And so I'm using food to help bring me back into balance too in that way. So I saw that work really well for for my client and many of my clients. Um, And it's just amazing to see someone stop fighting against their body and actually start working with their body. And then the goals um, come into fruition. The results are right in front of you. um, And you start to see and feel um, all the results you were looking for. And you, you feel better, you look better, and you perform better. So that's intuitive eating. Always look down at your plate and ask yourself, is this food something someone who loves themselves would eat? Um, Look at your food and and at your plate and go, okay, the way I eat is the way I live. Does this, what's on my plate make me excited? Does it make me feel like I want to live life? Is it a reflection of what I want my life to look like? Is it vibrant? Is it fresh? Is it colorful? Is it pretty? Or is it like, bland and like everything's the same color and some of it came from a package and like, right. So you can really, um, observe your plate and really take it in as like, this is the way I live. This is my body's fuel. This is what's pushing me forward. So is this what I want to eat? And yeah, one of my favorite questions is, you know, is this, does this represent the love that I have for myself? So you can start thinking of all those questions or those, at least those two questions, when you are making your food choices and you're looking down at your plate to start really feeding yourself better. There's no black and white or one right answer for what should be on your plate, but you get to become more conscious through intuitive eating. You get to become more aware and you get to become more empowered as well. So let's talk about nutrition for pregnancy. I just want to touch on this for any moms who are currently pregnant or anyone who's looking to become pregnant. You want to start eating as if you're already pregnant before you're pregnant during that period of trying to conceive um, at least six months um, to a year before you're Uh, trying to conceive, you want to start taking your prenatal vitamins and you want to start really taking care of yourself in a way that's going to serve your body to grow a baby. So nutrition for pregnancy, first and foremost, obviously water is super important. Um, 60% of our body is made of water and water is like responsible for all the transportation within our body. So it really carries our essential nutrients, minerals, vitamins, all of that to the tissues and the muscles that need those things. Um, Water obviously aids in digestion, which I mentioned earlier, and also waste elimination. So think of water as like flushing out toxins and stuff that we don't need um, and helping support our elimination organs. And then water also helps lubricate our joints. Super cool if you're someone who loves to move, who loves fitness, who loves yoga. Um, we will have less joint pain and less joint pain, and our muscles will will recover faster. 
and have less muscle cramping um, when we are drinking water. And then a cool thing for pregnancy is that our amniotic fluid is actually replenished at least three times a day. I actually just learned this. And so um, we want to stay extra hydrated while pregnant because the baby is requiring that extra hydration. But also remember the baby's floating in that big cozy sack of fluid and that fluid is replenished throughout the day. So we definitely want to be drinking lots of water. You can know if you're drinking enough by the simple test of checking your pee color. <laughs> Look down. Um, if you take vitamins, remember that can alter the color of your pee. So sometimes if you, I take my vitamins at night. When I wake up in the morning, sometimes your urine will be a bright color. Um, you're just kind of getting rid of some of the water soluble vitamins that your body didn't need. Um, but then the rest of your urine for the rest of the day should begin to become clear, um, or like a light lemonade color. If it's dark or bright or any other colors, um, or variations of yellow besides like a light lemonade, um, you're probably dehydrated and that's like a great, easy way to tell. Um, you'll also get headaches when you're dehydrated and feel more tired, um, maybe be constipated. So all of these are signs of like, hey, you probably need to drink some some more water. Um, speaking of constipation, I've dealt with constipation. I'll be super honest with it. During pregnancy, I normally do not suffer from constipation because I eat a balanced diet and take my probiotics and everything. Um, and you know, pregnancy brings upon uh, a bunch of different um, symptoms and things upon us. And so constipation is one of them for some pregnant moms. And so here's the things that have really helped me take note, <laughs> drink water, um, take an Epsom salt bath. The Epsom salt like helps so much. It relaxes you and also like soaks into your body and allows you to go to the bathroom um, take a probiotic, prebiotic, digestive enzymes, um, eat smaller meals more often. So sometimes I was waiting too long to eat and eating big meals. And when you're pregnant, your digestion's a little slower. And so it's going to serve you to eat smaller meals and snacks versus eating like three big meals. Instead, every couple of hours, you could eat small, small, smaller, break your meal up into smaller portions and eat more often. One of the best things that served me is massage. So one time recently when I was dealing with a little constipation bout, I had someone come to my house and give me a prenatal massage. And um immediately right after I was able to go to the bathroom. I was so grateful. So massage um, was really helpful for me. And then you can also take a magnesium supplement. It's great to take at night. It will relax your muscles, help you sleep, um, but will also help get things moving. Eating a high fiber diet is always helpful for constipation. Um, so lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, and then cooking at home, one of my biggest ones. When I cook at home, I feel better um, in so many ways. <laughs> I feel so much better. Uh, I feel proud of myself and accomplished. And like I'm, it's like an act of self-love and self-care to really take care of yourself in that way and cook meals at home. But also helps with constipation. You will go to the bathroom more regularly if you start cooking most of your meals at home. I'm sure of it. Um, 
I always like to think that it takes a healthy mother to have a healthy baby and remember that when we're taking care of ourselves, that everything we are doing to focus on our health is actually directly affecting the health of our tiny human. Think of the um, building blocks or like the materials that you're putting together to create this tiny human. Um, When we eat well and when we have balanced nutrition while we're pregnant, we see fewer um, low birth weight infants. We see fewer premature born babies. We experience less hypertension, toxemia, and even preeclampsia, which are all things that some women um, deal with during pregnancy. And remember, food can be medicine. So we're really focusing on nutrition, not just while we're pregnant, but also preconception and during um, the time when we're breastfeeding and after we have the baby too. Um, And then remember, like, we do want to take our prenatal vitamin. So I definitely love supplements and vitamins that are created well, non-GMO, organic. There's some things we should always look for. Um, You want to know where are the ingredients coming from? Is the source properly? Is this clean? Um, But with that said, they're not there, like I mentioned earlier, to replace good nutrition. So we do still want to focus on getting our vitamins, our minerals, our nutrients from the incredible foods that we're eating. Um, Eat fresh, organic foods. Focus on avoiding processed foods. If you shop from the perimeter of the grocery store, that's where all your fresh foods are going to be. The deeper you go into the center, the more you're in those boxed and processed foods. Anything that has artificial dyes, or flavors, um, or artificial sweeteners is an absolute no-go. Just skip that in your diet altogether all the time. Um, Okay, healthy fats, huge, huge, huge. So in our nutrition for pregnancy, think of fats as like building the baby's brain. So like high-quality omega-3 and omega-6 fats are like necessary a thousand percent for brain development and for the development of your baby's eyes as well. Um, And then also remember eating healthy fats supports your own hormones too. Um, Avoid white foods. I say this all the time. You should do this while you're not pregnant as well. Um, Bread, rice, sugar, flour, starches, baked goods, like muffins, okay, pastas, cereals, all of that. We just want to avoid. It's addictive. It's inflammatory. Um, It turns right into sugar, glucose in our body. Um, And there's just so many other food choices we can make that would just really nourish our body so much more than those white foods. Um, And then if if you're on a budget, I always mention this, but Look on the EWG website for the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. There's a list on there so that you can see which foods you should buy organic and which foods are okay to buy more conventional. So the dirty dozen are the foods that are sprayed, the um, produce that's sprayed with the most pesticides, herbicides, all that, and also has like the thinnest skin or um, doesn't have skin and you just eat it, right? So think like raspberries, um, 
for example, versus, um, or like an apple, right? You eat the skin. Um, so you want to buy those things usually organic versus certain fruits have like a thicker or certain vegetables have a thicker outside where even if they were sprayed, you're going to get rid of the entire outside and you're going to eat the inside and the chemicals, you know, probably didn't seep in so much. Um, for example, like a banana usually would be on like the clean 15 because you don't eat the peel and it's pretty thick. Um, but then things like berries, like strawberries and blueberries and raspberries, those are going to be on the dirty dozen because we are eating the entire fruit and the skin and like it's out in the open. And if it gets sprayed, then we are uh, making ourselves susceptible to those chemicals. So look on the EWG website for that list and that can help you save some money by buying like some of the things conventional um, and then spending the extra few cents um, or a few dollars or whatever on uh, the organic foods that you know are going to be a little bit more, um, they're going to be a little bit more like sprayed or a little bit more in quotes dirty, right? Um, you guys, progress over for perfection with all of this. So if any of this is new to you and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of information. Well, listen to the show again and take notes um, and progress over perfection. So it's really not about obsessing over it or stressing over any of this. It's just information for you to be more empowered and be able to make better choices. I always say when we know better, then we can do better. So the last thing I want to talk about for eating and nutrition while, while pregnant is this myth of like, we're eating for two. So the truth is we're eating for two in the sense of everything I'm eating is going to my baby. So I want to be mindful. I want to be extra, extra careful or cautious of, you know, the choices I'm making knowing, Hey, this is going to my baby. I'm, I'm uh, being extra intentional rather about what I'm putting in my body. Um, but we're not increasing our calorie intake by double or eating a ton of foods that don't serve our body and saying, oh, well, I'm just eating for two. We should increase our calories by only 300 calories per day once we get to the second trimester and then maybe 450 extra calories by the time you get to your third trimester. If you are starting your pregnancy at a healthy weight and BMI, then a healthy amount of weight to gain during your entire pregnancy is 25 to 35 pounds. If you're gaining more than that, that's a signal um, to your body that it's time to really focus in on your nutrition and give yourself the opportunity to practice a little extra self-care um, and empowerment over you know, the foods that you're choosing. Um. The food that you eat is actually teaching your baby to like healthy foods too, because they can taste the food through your amniotic fluid, which is incredible. And I learned that as well. So I'm loading up on the fruits and the veggies and all that so that um, hopefully my baby loves eating fruits and veggies and nourishing uh, things full of nutrients for her body. Um, so take this all in. Um and if you have any other questions about 
fueling your body, eating intuitively, or even proper diet and nutrition for pregnancy or for conceiving or for hormone health, I'm happy to talk about that. Um, All of the things I mentioned are for also during post-pregnancy, postpartum when you're breastfeeding. So you can continue to take your prenatal vitamins then. You really want to continue to drink a lot of water while breastfeeding and um, really continue to fuel yourself because it takes a lot out of a mom to breastfeed a baby. And so um, our body will never sacrifice the quality of the breast milk. So everything that's going to come out is going to be good, but it's going to pull it from where it needs to in your body. Um, So sometimes we don't have as much quantity if we don't have enough water or vitamins and minerals nutrients to make that good breast milk. Our body's not ever going to sacrifice the quality of it. So it'll be good, but we also want to have enough, right? So um, that's where, you know, proper nutrition and hydration come in postpartum as well. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you have any other questions about anything I talked about on the show today, um, please feel free to reach out to me. My inbox is always open. You can message me on Instagram at Bryn Moves. Uh, same as the title of the show, and I will respond to your DM. I also want to mention I have limited one-on-one coaching or mentorship spaces available before um, my baby comes at the end of April. So if you're interested in having some extra support in February or March, I am here to chat with you about what that might look like for you and happy to go over your visions and your goals and your deepest desires with you and see if we would be a good fit to work together. Um, If you've worked with me before, maybe you just need a tune up or a dust off. Um, And if you've never worked with me, I'm happy to chat with you and um, we can talk about what coaching or mentorship might look like for you. So reach out to me and don't forget to subscribe, rate the show and share it with a friend.